Thank you for tuning into Air and Earth, the podcast that lifts you up and keeps you grounded. I'm your host, Melissa Moffat, and I'm here to share some information that I've found helpful in my own life, as well as interview people on topics ranging from self-love of body, soul, and mind, social, environmental, and animal justice, mindfulness, business, relationships, ethics, and so much more with the intention of supporting you on your healing and growth journey as you strive to love yourself, those around you, and the planet just a little more. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Air and Earth Podcast. Today I have another exciting episode for you, of course, like always. So today I am going to be busting some bullshit myths around earning money. This is something that I've been doing a lot of over the past year. And again, I've told you all this in the past few episodes, but I've just become really passionate about sharing this knowledge that I've come to find about how to open up to be willing to say, I want to see money in a different way. I want to see my worth in this different way. I truly believe that money worthiness is like the final frontier of worthiness work. So it's like digging in there, this deeper layer into this gross taboo subject, right? Like the first time I bought a money mindset book, it was You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincera, the same woman who wrote the You Are a Badass series. And I remember carrying that book around. That was the first money mindset work I started to do over a year ago now. I remember carrying that book around and just being so shy about people seeing the title of the book. The next book I read was Get Rich Lucky Bitch (laughs) by Denise Duffield Thomas. And of course, that book was so freaking triggering to carry around. And she says that that's the reason that she wrote that title is because she wants to shake up how we look at things that women who have money are oftentimes judged as being bitches, right? I know that I've done that before, seen women who are making more money and just like automatically judge them and think that they must be like greedy or selfish or whatever. So I wanted to get more into sharing about this this topic because I feel like it really, really relates to our self-worth. So one of the practices that I do is looking at all of the beliefs I have around why it's not good for me to earn money, why I can't, why, you know, I'm greedy or whatever, all these these gross thoughts that come up that aren't even true and redirect them, reframe them, decide that, okay, this actually is total bullshit because subconsciously those beliefs are informing the way we're operating, right? So I'm going to dive into nine of these today. And right before I do that, I want to give you all a quick reminder of a few things. First of all, if you're listening in real time right now, I have a very exciting offering open with my business bestie. Her name is Heather. We did a podcast episode a few episodes back called Radical Success with Heather Barb. We are offering a mastermind for female entrepreneurs. So this is a six-month container where we are going to throw all of the education we can at you. So coursework, content, we're going to be discussing two sides of the business story. I'm covering all of the mindset work, so things around money, things around feeling like a leader, 
things around manifestation, around feeling like you're being of service, actually being of service in order to grow, believing in your gifts, leadership, trust in letting go, resiliency, and getting support. Heather, on the other side, is covering all the structural work. We like to think that I'm the more feminine, she's the masculine, you bring both of our energies together, you're going to have some like awesome growth. So she's going to be talking about how to set up systems to scale, social media, we're both going to be covering content, things like podcasting, email marketing, copywriting, all of those things she's so freaking good at. We both have built six-figure businesses in a matter of about a year. And we want to share that with you. So if you're a female entrepreneur, we would love, love, love to hear from you. There's a link down below where you can learn more and apply. If you're listening in real time, these applications are only going to be open for about another week or two. We're filling up pretty quickly here now. So go read about it. There's weekly calls, one-on-one support. There's a retreat. You're with 10 other badass women who you're going to just fall in love with. It's going to be awesome. So go check it out. I also want to remind you all that I have a retreat coming up in Colombia. Again, this retreat is also getting full. There's only about six weeks left until we go. We're going May 4th through 10th. We're doing a lot of amazing hiking, breathwork, meditation, journaling, yoga. It's with my friend Mandolin. Also recorded a podcast with her, so you can go listen to that and hear all about the retreat. If you've been craving a getaway that is adventure and beautiful and fun, but also has that aspect of your own personal growth, this would be a really great option for you. Okay, I'm diving into the beliefs now. The first one is that you can't do what you love and make money. I believed this for forever. So I was an engineer before doing what I'm doing now which is teaching about self-worth, leading women through their transformation to who they're meant to be, finding fulfillment, finding worthiness around receiving money. I have a lot of people who are transitioning careers. So I believe this for a long time. I, as an engineer and who grew up with parents who worked really hard, believed that you had to struggle to make money. You had to work really hard. I mean, my dad basically worked himself until he had a heart attack, right? So that's the mentality that I saw. To be successful, you have to have it really hard. You have to be frustrated when you're going to work. That's what I thought the norm was. Like, you just hate your work, and that's that's the way it is, right? Like, you're not working to do something you love. You're just working to pay your bills, right? Because you have to, But then I started seeing other people through social media, and then I started meeting people in real life who had careers doing fun things. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? You know, people teaching yoga, people teaching meditation, artists, all of these things who are successful. And I was sitting here under the assumption that if you're going to do that kind of thing, you're probably not going to make a good income. But then I started expanding, right, and like looking around me and seeing people everywhere, all over the world who were doing things they loved. I had just cut my vision off because I didn't think that was possible. But when I started looking for these examples of people doing what they love and making money doing it, I saw tons of them, tons and tons. And I think we can get into this place where we're like, oh, well, that's them. They can do that, but I can't do that. Oh, it's a fluke. It's not a fluke. 
they worked for that. They believed in themselves to get to that place. So I decided to start doing the work to believe in myself to get to a place that I wanted to be in. And I totally am here now. And it's growing all the time. I have new ideas about what I want. I have these new visions and new inspirations. And a lot of them feel like stretches. I have some pretty big goals for myself. But I believe I can do it now. I believe I can have fun. And and it can be easy and joyful and love-filled. I believe that that's part of having an incredible life is doing work that you love. And I believe it's really possible for people. It may be a really hard transition. It was for me, for sure, to get to a place where I could actually support myself doing something I loved. But I just held on and trusted and kept going. Okay, the next belief that I want to bust is this one around guilt. Other people in the world are struggling. There are people in poverty. There are people who can't afford to feed their children. There are people dying because they don't have enough money. So, like, why would you deserve to make more money? Doesn't that make you greedy? Doesn't that make you a jerk? Doesn't that make you, like, someone who's putting other people down? And here's the answer around that. No. <laughs> if you're listening to this, I I really believe that I have high ethics, right? I'm always pushing my limits on how I can live in integrity and how I can open up and love more, right? Love other people, loving the planet, loving myself. That's fully my path right now. And it always will be because that's where true happiness comes from is from building this fountain of love from our own hearts that touches the world and letting love back into our hearts, right? If I make more money, right, I can help more people. I'll have more resources to help people. I can donate to organizations. I can You know, when someone stops me on the street and says, will you support the human rights campaign, you know, for LGBTQ friendly laws, I can say, hell yeah, here's some money. Here you go. (laughs) You know, like I believe in that. Here's some money. I can buy organic produce, right? So helping the planet by reducing the amount of pesticides that we're putting onto our earth. I can buy delicious vegan food. And for me, that's really important, you know, like reducing the, the harm that's coming to animals. I can do scholarship applications for Worthy, my course. Like I can give it away to people or give it to them at a reduced price so that it's more accessible to people. I can hire people to help me so that my current students feel more taken care of and have better results. There's so much we can do. And and also, like, I can take better care of myself so that I have better energy. I can invest in teachers. I can invest in my education. I can go get a massage so that I'll be relaxed, so that I can talk to people and listen to people and speak to people from my heart without feeling stressed or without feeling overwhelmed. I can actually go down this path of purpose and feel good and have more to give away 
because I feel more supported. You can do whatever you want to do with your money. And if you're a good person, you're going to do good things. Making more money doesn't make you a bad, greedy, selfish person. The next one I want to cover is that you can't make big jumps. (laughs) I, for so long, thought, okay, it has to be this gradual incline. You know, it's going to take me years and years to get to this place. I thought it would take me years and years to even become self-employed. After I started doing this money mindset work, okay, I started reading books (laughs) in... February of last year, and then around that time also, I was making only like a few hundred dollars a month from my offerings, right? In May, I had a five-figure month. That's a huge jump in a short amount of time. It's all about our belief, It's all about backing ourselves up and saying, I'm going to fucking do this. Like, I can do this. And then filling the call to give the offering, right? That's going to take you to that next level of your income. Or, you know, it doesn't just have to be about entrepreneurship. You might be like gifted with something. I have seen like so many just like miraculous (laughs) money stories, right? Like being gifted with something, having like tax refunds or whatever. I totally thought like this last year, I totally thought that I paid taxes over the course of the year, quarterly taxes. And I thought I was going to still owe more. And then I really dove in and did a lot more money mindset work. And the next thing I know, like the next day, I got a letter or I got an email or whatever that I was actually getting a refund because I overpaid. So I was like, okay, cool. Thanks, universe. Like, I'll take that. That's fine. I can do something with that. So you kind of never know how things are going to turn out. You just kind of have to be open and believing that you can make big jumps. Miracles can happen. Like, there, there are all sorts of forces out there trying to support you because you deserve to have this resource behind you. You deserve to have the safety, the security of of having money. You just have to do the work to clear away all these limiting beliefs, right? The next one that I want to talk about is that you have to have a certain background to make more money, okay? You have to have a certain education or upbringing in order to make money. So I want to talk about privilege here because it is so... So, so very true. I was raised by a doctor, okay? So my family had money. I still, like, no matter what, you're going to have money shame and stuff. I had shame around my parents' divorce and all the money stuff around that, around seeing how money was treated treated in my household, around it being pretty taboo and stressful, um, you know, stuff around how money came up between me and like my boyfriends. We're always going to have money shame no matter where you come from. But I definitely did have more of a head start, you know, with having like my parents bought my car when I was a teenager, you know. I didn't have to 
pay for that myself. So like the job I had while I was in high school, I could save that money. And that was definitely helpful. But you can take whatever you're given. You can take all the shit you've been through, all the difficulties, and turn it into something golden. You can take your difficulties, your hardships, and use that as something that's going to help others. Use that as your fuel for your service, your fuel for your purpose. Pain can become purpose. So if you grew up in extreme poverty, if you're still feeling like you're living in poverty or are in poverty, you can start working your ass off, right, to get yourself out of it and then use that inspiration to help others who are still where you were. And you don't have to have a certain education. There's so much on the internet, right? Like everything's on the internet. You can just start Googling shit and figure it out. (laughs) I didn't go to school to be whatever it is I do now. I was an engineer, but I just Googled everything. You know, I started this podcast, Google. Thanks, Google. You just have to start making the moves and stop saying, oh, well, because of this or because I went through this or because I'm still living with my parents or because blah, 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 blah. That's why I can't do it. If you start making the moves, eventually you're going to get there. And don't compare your start line to other people's start lines. The money you currently have, the resources you have, the education you have, the upbringing you have is not an indicator for how far you can go. The next one I want to cover about monies. And by the way, I want to mention that all of these are basically copied out of my journal. Like (laughs) all of these are, I I took a, a journaling practice I did yesterday around limiting beliefs around money and made them a little more generic so that they'd apply to more people and then pasted them here, (laughs) honestly. So I have all of these beliefs and it's not a matter of like not having the stupid thoughts that aren't real. It's just a matter of seeing that our thoughts aren't real, right? A matter of catching them and being like, ooh, that's not a nice belief or like that's not very helpful. Why would I think that kind of thing? Or where did that come from? Oh, okay, no wonder I would be acting in this way. And then forgiving yourself, letting it go, and being like, okay, I'm going to do that thing anyway. Okay, so the next one is you'll spend it all if you make more. Oh, this is a real one for me, you all. I am totally fearful that if I make more money, I won't know how to manage it. That I'll just keep increasing my spending and I won't save and I'll like crash and burn. And I'm still working through this one a bit, like where it came from. You know, I grew up in a household where you kind of wanted to show off a bit. If you had money, you wanted other people to know. So mm, that might be it for me, like seeing that spending, thinking that like spending money causes pain. And causes suffering because I saw that that was never the source for good, right? But then also we have to work through this idea that spending is bad. 
and start to learn to spend in aligned ways and believing that, okay, I can spend more money. I can make more money. I can save more money. I can do all of those things at the same time. I can elevate across all of those areas. And we're learning instead to spend money in aligned and grateful ways. So like every time you pay your bills saying, thank you, I am so glad that I can afford to have a roof over my head. I am so glad that I can have electricity. I'm so glad that I can have food on my table. Every time you swipe your card, thinking about all the people you're supporting, you know, like when you tip your waiter saying, I'm so glad that I can give to this person, you know, this specific person. When you're buying food, thinking about the people who grew the food, thinking about the good you're doing if you're, you know, buying organic or things like that. Starting to spend from a place of gratitude instead of a place of fear. And then it doesn't matter so much if you're spending more. Because you can trust and you can believe that you're going to be making more. It's not going to just run out. Money isn't this stagnant thing. It's like a river. It flows into your life and it also has to flow out. I'm not saying be irresponsible. I definitely believe in you know looking at your expenses, budgeting, looking at your income, all of these things, being smart about it, but we can't cling to it. We have to approach money just like you would a, a relationship. If you're going to cling to it and be fearful, it's going to push that person away. Same thing with money. You have to be grateful, appreciative for everything that it brings into your life and then let it go on its way. Cool. The next one is more specific for people who are entrepreneurs or going into entrepreneurship, and it's that you need to have a plan. And I guess this doesn't actually just apply to entrepreneurs. Like this can be in your career if you're in college or in life, honestly, in general. You need to have a plan. No, you don't. You don't at all. How are you going to know what's going to happen in a year or two years or three years or five years when you don't have all the data points yet? You don't have all the education you're going to have. You don't, you know, someone might say something to you in a few weeks, in a few months, and it may totally change your direction. It may totally inspire you. You may learn something new that you want to incorporate. You may get inspired in some way and completely change your mind. There's so many times where I've thought, okay, this is what I'm going to do next month, and then it completely gets scrapped. (laughs) So it's good to like kind of plan and have ideas, right? But if you don't have any idea what you're going to do, when I first started being self-employed, I had no idea what I was going to do. I didn't know I was going to teach worthy. I didn't know I was going to have this big class. I didn't know that that's what was going to be the factor that was going to make it so that I could actually support myself. I just started. Once you start taking the moves, you can steer as you go along. You can stop, look around, be like, cool, this looks right. This looks like the right direction. Let me keep going this way. Or you can look around and be like, hmm, maybe I should go that way instead. You just got to start going. All right, the next one is that it'll never be enough. This again kind of goes back to the spending limiting belief. Money is something that comes and goes. We have to learn to just allow it in and allow it out. You may feel like you don't have enough right now or may be fearful that it might not be enough in the future. But if you can learn to feel trust and gratitude and abundance right now, right? Like just feeling like, cool, I'm good. I'm safe. I have enough money. I have plenty of time. Like I'm good enough as I am. I do enough. I have enough. It's enough. 
It's enough. There may be areas where you feel, you know, restricted for sure. I remember I used to, when I first became self-employed, I'd wake up in in the middle of the night because I was so fearful around how I was going to support myself. And that is all so super real. But gradually over time, you don't have to jump from being super fearful to being like, cool, I got it. Everything is working out. But if you just take gradual steps, right, start to say, okay, I'm just going to start journaling and being like, I can do this. I believe I can do this. I could, I, I'm going to try to figure this out. I'm working on figuring this out. It'll eventually lead you and then like stick with it too. You have to be consistent. Stick with it. It'll eventually lead you to being like, cool, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I got enough. It's good. We're good. Okay. The next one. You have to work hard. I talked about this one a bit at the beginning, right? Like, we have to be in pain. Money is a struggle. Money is so difficult. Making money is hard. Maybe it used to be harder, right? But we have access to so many more resources now than we used to. You can literally just, like, make up your own job and make money from it. For real. Because the internet. You can't base your ideas of what's possible for you now on what it was like in the past. Life is totally different now. You're totally different now. I had a friend the other day say, you know what? It's like we're so, we can change so easily. We just think we can't. And that's the problem. (laughs) That's why we stay stuck. Decide that you're going to let it be a bit easier that you're not going to work quite so hard, that you're not going to struggle quite so much. And you'll start to see opportunities that make it easier. You'll start to feel more peace and more relaxation. You just have to, again, like drill this into your head over and over again, right? I'm going to let it be easy. I'm going to let it be easy. I'm going to let it be easy. All of those things again and again and again. It doesn't have to be so hard. I don't have to work so hard. It doesn't have to be so hard. And the last one that I'm going to cover is who are you to make that kind of money? I have a good podcast episode on this. It's called What Gives You the Right? Where someone questioned me and was like, what makes you like qualified and like, who are you to do this kind of work? And I've had that fear of that question being asked for forever And then when it was finally asked to me, I was like, you know what? Like, I ask myself that every day. (laughs) And it's true. Who are we to do it? But, like, who are we not, you know? You're a good person. You want to do good things. Why should you not do it? Because someone else can't? Because someone in your family is going to judge you? Because maybe that person on the Internet is going to talk shit? (laughs) You know? Don't let your own fears, your own judgments stand in your way. Don't let the judgments of others stand in your way. And I'm telling you, the more you clear out your own judgments, the more you release your own fears, the more other people are going to believe in you. The more people are going to back you up. And it'll only strengthen your belief. Cool? Okay, you all. So... Go through, journal about these. I hope this has been really helpful for you all. Again, 
If you're a female entrepreneur and you are ready to go to the next level, you're ready to scale to six figures, you're ready to have more income, you're ready to have more impact, you have a service-based business, you want to grow, scale, you want to have the mindset to support, you want to have the community, you want to have the resources, check the link down below in the show notes. Radical Success Mastermind is open for just a little bit longer. Go apply. We would love to have you. Okay, everyone, I'll talk to you soon. I hope you have a great week. Bye.